Tonight, writer Cassandra Fairbanks of the Gateway Pundit joins us to discuss midterm elections in the wake of Kavanaugh and Kanye. I'm Roaming Millennial, and you're watching Uncensored. Hi, thank you so much for coming on with us today. I was hoping that we could talk a little bit about midterms. Now, they're coming quickly up, and I think essentially from November, the day after the election, 2016, we've known that the Democrats were going to be out in full force when it came to midterms, and we've seen that throughout Trump's administration. They've really let their opposition be known, right? Hashtag resist, hashtag fight back really the entire time, but I think within the past month, kind of when it matters the most, leading up to these elections, I think we've actually sort of seen that now not only are Democrats fired up, but it, it seems like Republicans are also starting to feel a little bit more of that invigoration that they did right before 2016. What do you think is causing that? Um, I think that people had been kind of complacent, but with everything that we've seen the Democrats doing with these mobs chasing Ted Cruz out of a restaurant and the whole Kavanaugh witch hunt, I think that it's really... Um, lit a fire under people and I mean generally in midterms you know there's a 90% chance that whoever is not in the White House is going to win but um, there's also the fact that younger people don't really vote mm -hmm. and other people who do tend to lean Republican do so I think that this is really anyone's game at this point especially with all the excitement that's happening now. Right, and you mentioned Kavanaugh, and on this show I've made my own opinions toward that very clear, what I thought perhaps might be motivations involved with that, but a lot of people kind of see the treatment that Kavanaugh went through and the way that the whole, the allegations very much played up as an attempt to politically hurt Kavanaugh as a candidate, or if not, at least try to paint the Republicans as the party that's pro-rape, pro-harassment of women. Um, from what I've seen, it seems like a lot of people have either not bought into it or have actually opposed it to, to the measure that they're now more angry at Democrats than anything else. What do you think is your opinion on that? Do you think that this was successful at all, the whole Kavanaugh fiasco in, I guess, rousing up more opposition to Republicans, or do you think it's kind of backfired? Um, I definitely think that it's backfired, and I think that we saw this even with when they did the same thing to Clarence Thomas. Um, Andrew Breitbart famously said that he was red-pilled by watching their treatment of Clarence Thomas back in the day. And I think that we're going to see a lot of that. A lot of people who are like, we believe in, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And by going so hard with this narrative that you have to believe everyone and that nobody ever lies about these sort of things, I think that it's probably going to turn off a lot, a lot of moderates. Mm -hmm. wow. And I think the the moderates are really, I guess, the people who are at play are there, right? Because I think as angry as the people who were protesting outside Kavanaugh are, I mean, I don't want to assume anyone's like political affiliations without speaking to them. But at the same time, I can I think we're pretty safe to say that they probably weren't in the gray area about whether they would or would not support a Republican candidate going forward, right? Um, so I guess when we look at different states that are up for election right now, um, you know, if we look at Arizona, there's a little bit of a battle going on there, same with Tennessee. Do you think that the moderates in those states, and obviously predictions are hard to make, but do you, do you think there is going to be this, this blue wave that they've been talking about in light of everything that's happened, or do you think things are a little bit more of a toss-up now? Okay, so I think that in Tennessee, um, there's probably a little bit of bump, of bump from Taylor Swift, but then we also had, you know, Project Veritas 
put out a really great video um, exposing him. I forgot his name right now. <laughs> um, Brendanson yeah. something. Um, they put out a great video of him discussing how he was doing a bait and switch because he was trying to capture moderate voters. And I think that shows that they're at least scared. I mean, there's definitely um, some concern. And Trump was saying that there's states now that they're in the running that they weren't even expecting to win. So um, I, I really I think it's going to be anyone's anyone's game here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's funny that you mentioned Taylor Swift, because I think what we've seen in the Trump presidency, who is himself a celebrity, is that celebrities are very, very politically relevant right now. And I think we especially see that when it comes to Kanye West. Now, Kanye has been a character for essentially his entire career, but he's been doing a lot of things lately. Uh, just recently, he went to the White House. It was very, very publicized. And, you know, he said a lot of things that conservatives have been saying for a very long time. What he was saying wasn't shocking, but what I think shocked a lot of people was hearing that from a celebrity, from a rapper saying these things so, I guess, boldly. And now, I think it's fair to say he's not some, you know, he, he's not, a, of course, an orator. He's no Barack Obama when it comes to his speaking. He's not a public policy expert. Um, but a lot of people are being very, very critical of him right now, especially in the media. There's been a lot of people saying that perhaps he has mental health issues. He said he was misdiagnosed with bipolar. Now people are saying that perhaps that's a, that that he's uh, unstable, maybe acting irrationally. What do you make of that? Is Are we witnessing a public breakdown of Kanye West or is this sort of to try and cover up the fact that we just had a major celebrity come out hard for Donald Trump? Um, I think it's clearly because he has the wrong political ideas, but I also think it's really scary because um, they're basically saying that people who have mental illness shouldn't be politically involved. Yeah. And I think that that's going to upset a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of people in this country who have, you know, bipolar disorders or various other mental health issues. And they're basically saying you're not allowed to have an opinion. If, um, right. And I think it's it's fair to look at someone and ask, oh, are you acting rationally? And, you know, I'm fine with people. I, I've always said that celebrities shouldn't be made a huge deal of just because they're celebrities, right? Take them at their word. And if people want to kind of deconstruct things that he said and they don't agree with it, that's fine. But, you know, just say like, oh, you have uh, you have mental issues. I'm worried about your health. Maybe step back. That's especially in the wake of Me Too when we've had so many victims of sexual abuse come forward and talk about their struggles with mental illness and why they're being political. It's like, wow, this is a very fast turnaround. But uh, I guess bigger picture. Uh, as we look at the polls, President Trump's approval rating has kind of up and down is actually comparatively quite high right now. But what's been especially interesting is tracking his popularity among African American voters specifically. Now, people like Candace Owens have been making huge waves and have made it clear that they're very they're being very targeted in trying to communicate conservative conservative ideas to black communities. Do you think Kanye's recent speak with the president and his, I guess, for lack of a better word, commentary is, is going to sway things either way for maybe some black voters who hadn't thought about the possibility of voting Republican before? Um, well, when he first came out for Trump, it, we saw a bump among black voters and he's making all these great points like, you know, unemployment is down in black communities and there are good reasons why people should support Trump. So I think that that should speak to a lot of people. And I, I mean, they're paying attention now. I was reading some of the commentary on Twitter that wasn't from like blue checkmark liberal journalists. <laughs> 
and people were just having really good discussions about it. So I, I think that we might actually see like a Kanye bump. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I think when when we look at the state of things right now, right, obviously Republicans have the House. They also have the Senate. Uh, they have the presidency. And I guess now with Kavanaugh, they have a more conservative uh, Supreme Court than we have seen in a very, very long time. Moving forward, do you think that should, I guess, should the Democrats take back the Senate and we actually see uh, Notorious RBG step down? Do you do you foresee their, I guess, them actually in any way confirming any future appointments that President Trump may do? Because with Kavanaugh, there was a lot of talk of, oh, I just want the right candidate. Like, I'm not being obstructionist. It's just, it's just the right person. Is that fair to say that they're maybe being a little bit misleading there? Do you do you foresee any person that Trump might put forward in the future if it if it does happen that the Democrats would be like, yes, no problem, uh, no no accusations here, put him on through? Absolutely not. I mean, the day that he was announcing his pick, they had pre-printed signs with like various names on them of <laughs> people from his list. They they were ready and prepared to like protest no matter who it was, and. I mean, even I think it was the Women's March put out like a generic email with like XX instead of actually filling in Kavanaugh because they just had it written for whoever it was going to be. And I think that, you know, if we if we lose the midterms, we're probably not going to get any more conservative judges. So it's definitely high stakes in that case. And I mean, we've seen President Trump. He's essentially been campaigning throughout his presidency, right? He continues to hold these rallies. And I mean, at this point, it's it's kind of fair to say that he's a divisive figure. He's continuing, I think, to uh, visit places where he thinks the, the vote might be up for a little bit of a debate right now. But do you think his presence in these states actually hurts or helps Republican candidates, right? Because, I mean, he himself is controversial. So I think a lot of people looking in might say, is it is it is it the best thing to do to get a controversial president to campaign for these perhaps already controversial candidates, or should we be trying to I guess separate Trump from the Republican Party if we're worried about fallout from voters who don't already like Trump? I think he's doing very well. We've seen everyone that he's endorsed has been winning. So um, if it's not broken, don't fix it. And I think that you know there's a lot of controversy about him on the left and in the Never Trump circles, but your average Republican voter, they don't dislike him. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we've seen that he actually has extremely <laughs> high approval ratings among Republicans. But Cassandra, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. If people want to follow your work, where's the best way to do that? Um, Gatewaypundit.com. Okay, great. And I think you're also on Twitter, right? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Cassandra Rules. And I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice and there's been technical problems and yeah, it's okay. We'll, we get her done. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your day to talk with us. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me.